Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com The April Gates Group and Zion Canyon Real Estate have been specializing in helping Southern Utah clients buy and sell property for over 18 years. We can help you too. Call or text April today, 435-632-8869. Hey, welcome everyone to A Great Day to Talk. I'm Kim Michelle, and we are happy to have you with our podcast tonight. I'm here with my dear friend, Jill, who is posting this on all of the yes, socials. As on all the socials. see it pop up. As soon as she sees it pops up. Because this is said. Patty's domain. Yes. And as you can see, our dear, sweet friend, Patty, is not with us today. And uh, we wish her the best in healing and um, partying. I mean, healing, right? 100%. 100%. I have to stop saying 100%, but 100%. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And we miss her dearly. And actually, we do wish you all the best um, in whatever that looks like for you. We are missing our redhead, our sassy redhead. We are. We absolutely are. And so... Because we are so, like, demure, we are without her, a hundred percent lame. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll work really hard, Patricia, to not fill your shoes, but to carry the carry best we can. It's all Now y'all told me you were going to sing, and now I, uh, I didn't realize that was really a thing. It's really a thing, and we are so so happy to have our special guest here, JJ. Yay! Who is really a friend of ours through Patty. Yes. So in a way, she is present here uh, and she knows the words to one of her um, claims to fame is that she knows the words to all songs, which we know the words to none song, <laughs> but we think we know them and we think we know the tune, which I know we choruses, don't. For sure. We make it up as we go along. Yes. But we know that's your favorite part. So we're so glad to have you with us tonight. And um, like I said, I'm so thankful at this particular period of time. We're through January. We're through the first month Holy of 2023. Mother. And we are celebrating now, moving through 2023 and into the month of February. And so, so blessed to have JJ with us tonight. We're so excited to have you with us. Thank, thank, you. thank you, JJ. Yes. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks I'm very for excited coming to be here. and hanging with us, yes, JJ. Thank you so much. So JJ is going to share with us part of her journey um, over the last few years. And really, in particular, the takeaway for her, which I think is so valuable for anyone, regardless of where they are and what stage they are in their life. But I have to say that for especially a lot of women in this stage of life, in this little uh, 
table setting. Yeah. <laughs> Women who, in this table. Yeah. Who um, really have gone out there and created and uh, careers and raised f- raised families and created marriages, marriage or marriages, Correct. whatever may apply. And created that checklist of what they think is supposed to be all of the things in the life they're, their life they're supposed to do. And when they do that, then they'll be whole and complete. And then they get there and kind of are like, hmm. it's like this. It's like you get you get those things. Check, check, check. And then suddenly you find yourself on I-15 driving to Vegas and you look out and there is no landscape and it's flat, 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 flat. And way out in the distance, you can see a mountain range mm-hmm. and you're like, what in the hell is between me right here on I-15 and that mountain range that I can't even imagine how long it's going to take me to get there. Yeah. It's and like that. What, and what is it? And do I even want to be there? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, JJ is has been in that experience and she actually created something that most of us probably haven't uh, in terms of making a choice to do what she needed to do for herself and her mental health and physical health and well-being and all of those kinds of things. And so, JJ, we want to give you an opportunity to just kind of talk a moment about where where you were and then what created this moment for you where you wanted where you knew you were going to be able to experience something different than where you were. So I was in my mid forties. Mm-hmm. Um, we had moved down to St. George. I was working. Um, I was a technical account manager at a, a company who was a vendor, was a vendor for Dell. So Dell was my customer and we were doing a ton of traveling, a ton of working too many hours, everything we could do to make this very important customer, very happy. And you get to that point where you've, you're given so much to your job. Like I said, we had just moved down here. My son had turned 18. I no longer needed to be his mother. Um, he was mostly on his own. Right. Yeah. We um, had left everything we knew behind when we moved down here. So I didn't have any friends. I didn't know people. So it was really easy to just work a ton of hours. Right. Yeah. I was traveling a lot. I ended up missing a lot of things. And I just kind of was snowballing into this place where I was so disconnected from everything. I remember someone told me at one point, you know, go outside and walk around in your bare feet, mm. you know, pretend like, yeah, you're, you go know, grounding go, to, I yeah. tried to do some gardening. I tried to do everything to make myself feel connected. And I just couldn't, I couldn't get there. And I think it was because I was trying to, what's the next thing? What's yeah. the next yeah. step? But I was mm-hmm. so busy all the time. I couldn't figure out what that next step was. Mm-hmm. And so Um, I got in my head that I wanted to go visit my younger sister and in, I have a dog. I love my dog. We love our dogs. My husband didn't so much love this dog. (laughs) And (laughs) that never happens in my household. Never. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, (laughs) say no more, say no more. Little nod to Monty Python right there. So, um, so I was like, okay, well I can, I can disappear, but I have to take the dog with me. And so I was trying to And your dog out. is a... Oh, she's a... So Hannah was a Portuguese water dog. Yeah. She's okay. Unfortunately, yeah. no mm-hmm. longer with us, but yeah. I have two others now. But yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, she's a, a great companion for me, my shadow. Yeah. But yeah. when I left, she became my husband's shadow and he was not such a fan. Uh, yeah. 
Ah, yeah. So, um, so I have to take the dog with me. So I was trying to figure out how this did, was all going to work. And I'm like, oh, I had an epiphany. I'm going to buy a trailer <laughs> and I'm going to tow it behind my car and stay at campgrounds. And then I can just bring my little house with me oh, when I go. Gosh. Because you have, you are a world-class camper. Oh no, 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 <laughs> oh. no. I, oh. I, oh, I've no, never no, drug no, a trailer no. before. Really. I drove a boat down a launch ramp a couple times. Okay. And I'm like, okay. So I feel you. Yeah. I 100% mm-hmm. feel you. And how long had you been married to your husband when you had this epiphany? Um, we'd been married for probably, I want to say, between 15 and 20 years. Okay. Uh-huh. And did he think you were having a mm, midlife crisis? He he knew um, I was in a bad place. Okay. okay. I mean, you couldn't be around me and not know that. And not know that. Yeah, he knew okay. that. Okay. And right. so I approached him with this idea. I said, okay, husband, here's the thing. I want to buy a trailer and I'm going to drive it to my sister's house in in Columbus, Ohio, which is approximately (laughs) a couple thousand miles away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh You, me and the dog, beautiful young woman traveling (laughs) alone with your trailer. Yes. And your dog. Oh, to have Mm -hmm. that courage. Yeah. I I don't so in awe of that courage. I don't call myself courageous. I no, we're calling you courageous. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, driving with a with your home. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, know. that was the comforting part. Like I'd have all my stuff, right? Anything I wanted to take with me True. that was in the trailer. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so I approached my husband. This is the idea. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to. And how many weeks did you anticipate that you would be on the road? Oh, I figured you know a few. You know, I didn't a know. Few. Give or take a few. Give or take, Give a, or few. take. Give or take a few. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, it's it, well, I figured it was going to be at least a week to get there. And, you know, I'd stay and then at least a week to get back. Right. Sure. So I'm thinking, you know, three Ish. on the outside. Three-ish. And uh, so I, I told him I wanted to do this. And, and to his credit, he looked me straight in the eye and he said, how can I help? That, I mean, that. Right. I mean, my husband would say the same thing. He'd probably also say, can I Come with you. In, yeah, somewhere where you don't I can't even, see I, him. You won't even know I'm there. You won't even know. <laughs> you will not even know. I thought, you know, at some point I'd just see his headlights behind me following me. Yeah. But it yeah. didn't happen. It didn't happen. Oh, my gosh. Wow. that I mean, that really is um, trusting. That's a gift of love. That really is. It was. A huge, yeah. Without any understanding of what may an outcome be, mm-hmm. that is the biggest gift of love. Of Kind of like that, what is that saying? Yeah. Saying I love you enough to know, and if it comes back, then it's meant to be. That you've got to go. Yeah, you've got to go. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like this is the hero's journey. Yeah, for sure. Called to a quest, and you said yes. That's amazing. I did. Yeah. How big was the trailer? I mean, that's a crazy little detail. But and you had all not that I'm thinking. So the box itself, the box was 15 feet. 15 feet. Okay. So it had it like I could stand up in it. It had a little kitchen, a dinette, a fixed. Okay. A toilet. Queen size bed. Oh, and good. A, its own toilet oh. and shower. Okay. So you had facilities. Yeah. yeah because that's without number facilities, one. that's a deal breaker. Oh, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. Wow. I could shower. I could, you know, do everything. I Hang could cook out. my food. I could watch a movie. I could right. do whatever Yeah. And I how many do. times had you been on a road trip just without a camper to your sister's? Never. 
Never. Okay. See, so this is courageous. Yeah, this, is this is amazing. So, I mean, it really is. You are an epic hero right yep. now being thank called. She's quest. been called on her quest. I yes. Know, thank you. Joseph it. Campbell. Yes. <laughs> we're doing this in my class right now. I hope all my students are listening. <laughs> called on a quest. <laughs> you answered the call. So yes. you got your trailer. Yes. Answered the call. Got the trailer. I did the whole research. Then I had to tell my job that I wanted to leave for. Okay. Okay. Let's so talk about all that job. That yeah. Because you're working yes. in a, a, a highly corporate, highly corporate high intense pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, position with yes. a very powerful client. Yes. Yeah. And so um, my boss was this amazing woman, and she um, she had only been my boss for probably about eighteen months, and we had one-on-one scheduled every week, but my one-on-one was the one she'd cancel if she needed to, because JJ's got it handled. Yeah. JJ's got this. I don't and have to worry about it. Was her name was Lucia. Love that Lucia. Name. I love it. And uh, mm-hmm. Lucia is just an amazing human, but um, she, I, finally it got to the point and it was, this was probably in January. I sent her an email and I said, basically, I have to talk to you. Help. I have to talk to you. And um, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to go over this over email, but I really have to talk to you. And so she called me after reading that email and the company was based in San Francisco. And she said, drive to Vegas. I'm getting us a hotel room. We're going to meet and we're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And so she literally got on a plane, met me there that weekend. Um, we met at 1030, I think, at the hotel, went to breakfast and she spent all day with me. And this was a Friday. So it was a business day. She spent all day with me. She did not answer her cell phone once. Wow. She looked me in the eye and she was, um, I think the chief technical officer at yeah, that point, I mean, she was a powerful is, position. This is the thing that just, that just makes me shake my head. I mean, we're talking this, a big head who has, taken I mean it says a lot about you as well it certainly does she valued you and how many of us are fortunate enough to have that kind of relationship with a superior well and the truth is we may have that relationship and we don't even know we have Mm. it because we never make the ask right and Mm -hmm. I tested it you You did did test and I just Epic I'd warrior to, hero. Yep, I'd love to meet yes. Lucia. I'd love to meet her. Yes, maybe I'll I, bet. Maybe my act three will be for Lucia. Yeah, <laughs> I lost my headphones. Okay, yeah. but um, so so we met. Um, we uh, went to breakfast. You know, like I said, she spent a ton of time with me all day long. She mm-hmm. got us tickets to a concert so we could play when we finally figured out our stuff. And at the end, after I had you know aired all my complaints and explained to her what I thought needed to happen with everything that was going on. She said, so what can I do for you? Because you clearly need something. What can I do for you? And I said, I want six weeks off. And I said, but you can't give that to me because I work this many hours and you have no one else who can and do I this. And I know what this yeah. job looks like. And yeah. I know what this job looks like. And you yes. don't have anyone who can do this. Yeah. Right. And she said, I'll figure it out. Oh my gosh. What a gosh. That just speaks volumes to you yes but it also speaks volumes about her and relationship yes. what yeah. that means to her yeah yeah um, wow yeah so she said she said you know if you quit I have to figure it out so I might as well you know I can figure it out yeah and so I stayed and she said give me three weeks to mm-hmm. figure you know to do what I needed to do and I ended up staying I think for four and then um I you know took a leave Packed of absence up your trailer yep and- 
yeah. your car and your and doggy. Hannah. Yeah, tried to pack up my, my dog and we took off. And, and um, when I left the driveway, I cried all the way. I, my first stop was at Lake Powell because okay. I wanted to be somewhere I'd already been before sure. in case, you know, something horrible happened. I knew where I was going, you know, yeah. all of that thing. And so I got there. Um, like I said, I pretty much cried the whole way, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and got set up, you know, got myself all organized. And then uh, after that, I was never in a place I had been before, except for when I drove into my dad's driveway. Wow. And wow. He also lives in Columbus. And you were gone for what period of time? So total, I was gone for five weeks. Five weeks. And you, from that point until you drove into your dad's driveway. Oh, so from there, it was, that was about halfway. So, okay. So I, I left in the, uh, in April, kind of mid April. And mm-hmm. I got to my sister's house early May. My so. word. That's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. What was the, what was the, along your journey, what was the greatest takeaway from your overall experience of those travels? So it's interesting because people were very um, uh, worried, worried for me. Sure. You yeah. know, they were saying, are you, you know, are you all in there, JJ? Well, yeah. there was, is your head okay? Yeah. There was yes. that. There was, is everything okay with your husband? Mm-hmm. Um what if something happens? Oh, gosh. Let's just put the fright right into it. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, be careful. You know, people are scary, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I did have a couple scary points. I did have. But for the most part, the people I met were also willing to human, help. And they were human. And yeah. they were just, you know, I was driving through New Mexico in a hailstorm and stopped at a gas station. And, uh, you know, I was filling my car and a woman came out and who worked there and she was, you know, I don't know, refilling paper towels or doing whatever she does. Right. And she looked at me and she said, Oh, I like your cute little house. <laughs> and I said, thanks. And she said, we have free coffee inside Aww. and it was hailing. And oh I'm like, word. I'll be right in. <laughs> and so I, I ran in and got free coffee next to their heater and stood there for a minute. And mm-hmm. she asked me what I was doing. And, and uh, I told, I explained the whole thing. And she's like, wow. And she said, and the guy, a guy who was working there stood there and he said, you know, you can tell how bad the snow is up ahead by watching the windshields coming towards you. Mm. Nice. And he said, yeah. so keep an eye on those yes. windshields. And if they get really nasty, just pull over. So. And so, you know, the, through the whole trip, people would just, you know, reach out. And when I needed something, right. I was in a scary uh, RV park at one place. And and the people were, um, it was in Arkansas. That's all I mm. think I need to say. <laughs> but it was in Arkansas. <laughs> and... Uh, um, I was ready to leave. I was, Hannah was barking at things she never barked at. She was clearly stressed out about things. Wow. I was just, and she's a 45 pound dog. She's not insignificant. Not yes. But, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to just leave. And so I backed up to my trailer to drop it so that I could go. And when I backed up, um, I backed up right under the hitch. This was not my first day. You know, I'd been doing this for a few weeks now sure. and the guy camped next to me comes over to me and he said, how'd you do that? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, you just backed right up to your trailer without getting out and checking it. How'd you do that? And I said, well, I've, you know, done this for a few weeks here, like right in a row rodeo here. And which it was like two weeks ago, but right now I got this, (laughs) I got this right now. And uh, he said, and I said, well, so my husband spray painted the front of the trailer yellow. Oh, so that I could see it in my backup camera. Oh, nice. Yeah. And he goes, 
Don't let my wife see that because we just bought a brand new car so that I could back up to our trailer. <gasps> oh my! He said word. she's going to be so upset if she realizes I could have just bought a two dollar <laughs> can of spray paint, right? <laughs> but then I told him, I said, you know, he said, so what's your plan? You know, how long are you here? And I'm like, I'm leaving right now because this place is freaking me out. And he goes, you know what? My wife and I are going to be here all night. Why don't you fix yourself some dinner? We'll all sit out here on the oh. picnic table, hang out together. You know, we can stay up as long as you want. Then you can go in your trailer. I'll keep an eye on you all night. Oh, wow. And then, you know, we're going to pull out in the morning, but, you know, we'll make sure you pull out before we do. Oh, my, my gosh. gosh. And they were they were very close in age to me, but it was yeah. a, a husband and wife. And uh -huh. so she came out. We sat out there and... My just gosh. chatted all night. I mean, just super sweet people. And it was every time that I kind of felt like I needed something like that, someone was just there. It just ended up being um, really humbling in a lot of ways. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What surprised you most about your adventure? Um, so I thought I would want to go out and be around people. You know, I'd go walk the little shops in town and go to dinners and do this and do that. And for the most part, I just wanted to be by myself, mm -hmm. which was weird for, you know, knowing that I was driving by myself right. and I was doing everything. But for the most part, I just wanted to, I, I draw. And so I, mm -hmm. I took some art supplies to draw. I do a ton of crocheting and yeah. I talk, I brought things to crochet. I, um, brought movies. I, you know, could send emails, whatever. I started a little blog during the the mm -hmm. journey and would type on my blog every night. And so. sounds like you just needed clear, quiet. Yes, I did. I, I did. I did some hiking nature. You know, I stayed in a lot of state mm -hmm. parks, so I'd go wander the state park and um, check that out. And Oh, man. I did a lot of crying, just a lot of, you know, like release processing and just trying to let go of all the baggage you carry mm -hmm. for so long tried to let go of all that and just be like, okay, so I need to get on a plateau so I can go to my next plateau. Yeah. So I need to, I need to get rid of whatever's weighing me down so that I can move forward. I think, I think, I don't know if I saw this somewhere. I th Do you reference this somewhere as a walkabout? I, I did call it a walkabout. Yeah. yeah. Because I know that, um, like for our Australian friends, they, this is a, a pretty well-known kind of procedure after your high school year and before you start college to go on a walkabout to kind of get a feel for who you are and a grounding in that concept of understanding and appreciating who you are and where it is you come from and where it is that you want to go. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that terminology of walkabout applies to your experience Definitely. in your travel. And so what do you think, if, if it does apply to you, then what do you think it is that you learned about who you are in that process of your walkabout? So I, um, I could always, you know, take care of myself financially and, uh, I am really organized and I know, you know, I can get things done. I know how to do all that, but the unexpected, you know, I never really put myself in a place where I needed to solve a problem that I didn't kind of have already some awareness of. Like toolbox mm -hmm. for. Right? Yeah. I, and this whole journey was about me putting myself in situations, places I'd never been before, 
I'd never drug a trailer on a freeway yeah. before. You know, I'd never, I'd never even, <laughs> we never even owned a trailer. Like my family never owned trailers. I'd never even just been a in a trailer. Come from the camping world. Right. It's like, we just didn't, you know, we had tents. We slept in tents. Yeah. You know, I just, right. I had never been exposed to any of that. And so for me to, you know, troubleshoot and problem solve and, figure out all those things that uh-huh. hailed one night when I was sleeping and the trailer is so noisy when it hails oh, and, yeah. and you know, it's, it's just all the scary things you have to figure out, especially when you're on your own and you don't have someone to, you know, turn and say, Hey, um, go, could you help me do this? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's the middle of the night and there's this weird noise. Can you get up and go check it out? Cause I don't want to, it, but you're the one who has to do it. You have to do it all. And so I learned that, you know what? Hey, I can, I can do that. Yeah. I can do things. Yeah. That I didn't realize, you know, in my head, I could always say, oh, yeah, I can do anything. But I kind of put myself in a position where I had to do some things. Oh, oh, sorry. I was just going to ask, what did that mean for you then when you came back? I was um, more willing to say no Mm. to anyone, anything about Mm -hmm. anything. I I was I was like, you know what? I I'm not going to work these hours. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do these things. If I can't travel that week, I'm not going to put my personal life on hold because my business, you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to miss this big event because you've decided to schedule a meeting that I have to be to. I'll call in. So you, I'll still go to the meeting, but I'm going to say no because I am not going to miss this. I, yeah, it, it was boundaries. Yeah. I learned to set boundaries and then have a, the backbone to support those. Did you... Two questions. So the first one is in your previous walkabout life, did you find that boundary keeping or establishing of boundaries was something that you regularly did? No, not really. Um, like, especially with work, uh-huh. if work needed, needed me to do something, everything was an emergency. Right. And my husband um, is a doctor and he'd say, no one's dying. Why is this an emergency? No one's dying. Right. And I'm like, well, apparently they're calling me at three o'clock in the morning. So apparently it's some epic problem that I have to deal with. Right. And so it, I was able to put better walls around things and keep them in their space. Right. I think that's something that a lot of us really struggle with. Yeah. Is the boundary setting Mm -hmm. and the boundary keeping. Right. You know, there's one thing to say, here's my boundary, but to actually follow through with that, I think there's lots of us. <coughs> Not anyone here at this table, but we're just saying that. of those all of all of our massive viewership right. out there, we're talking to you. <laughs> the boundaries keeping them is a difficult task. Yeah, because we make it mean something about who, who we, we are. are. Yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And my second question is at what point do you think, at what point during the walkabout do you think you started to feel like you could breathe again? Mm. Wow, that's a wonderful question. Uh, it was probably after I, it was the stop before, so I um, made it all the way to Asheville, North Carolina, and then started heading east up to Columbus. Okay. And so there was... After Asheville, there was a stop after that before I got to Columbus, which was more of just a, I've driven for, you know, so many hours, I'm going to stop and then I'm going to go next, the rest of the way the next day. It was that stop in Asheville, North Carolina. I stayed in a 
beautiful, beautiful park, an RV park there that was a privately owned thing. It was a real um, challenge getting there because it's this really narrow two-lane road that does a lot of these things, mm-hmm. you know, as you're mm-hmm. driving and yeah. a lot of twists and turns. And, and uh, you know, you get there and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hyperventilating. Yeah. yeah, hyperventilating. Did I take out a tree or a yes. bush or Is a my tire fender? Yeah. On the, on the yeah. road and yeah. not off a cliff. But um, so I, I get there and it's a beautiful place. And um, I was sitting and there was a stream running by, you know, very mm-hmm. picturesque. And I took a photo because I was sending photos for my family and everything. See, still alive, you know, yes. a yeah. proof of life yes. photo. I took a photo and... I uh, sat there for a minute and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to barbecue. That was another thing. I'd never operated a barbecue before this trip. And I had a little tiny barbecue thing. And so I went to the store and got myself like chicken shish kebabs or something and brought it back. And of course it's pouring rain when I come back. So I put out my awning and set my little barbecue kind of towards the edge of the awning. So it wouldn't wouldn't catch anything on fire, but not be wet. And I cooked myself some you know, shish kebabs and everything. And I, it was kind of like, you know, I, I'm doing this. I'm here. This is me. Yeah. And it just, it, it just felt, um, like I finally met myself. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So empowering. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a, um, a really great experience. Mm Mm-hmm. One of those flashbulb memories that you just cannot let go of. Exactly. That doesn't disappear. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I love about your story is that you are in this uh, IT, powerful IT position. And when you come back and you set some boundaries about what they can expect from you in terms of IT, you also create this whole other other cottage industry for yourself, which is so opposite from, in my thinking, it means, yeah, from right. IT, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So and, and and corporate and right and corporate and yeah. yeah. So um, tell us about that a little bit. So so um, on this journey, I knew I would go back to the company after mm-hmm. I came back. And uh, I was talking to my sister at my halfway point and she's like, so what are you going to do? Are you just going to go back to your job and it'll be the same, same thing Uh next year kind of thing? Different day. Bleep, bleep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, I said, well, I don't know. I probably, I I owe them some time because I feel like I owe them time. Not that I actually uh, contractually owe them time. Honestly. Yeah. But I felt Mm -hmm. like I, you know, personally, I wanted to thank them for what they did. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up staying, I got back in June. I ended up staying through the next January. So another six months or so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, when I was talking to my sister, she, she, you know, about three months later, she said, you know what, I have your next job. And this is my sister who knows me better than, mm-hmm. you know, anybody next, maybe yeah. not my husband, but, yeah. um, she said, you are going to paint in bars Paint in bars. <laughs> and I said, if my husband said that to me, I'd be like, yep, I'm painting that door <laughs> all red. That's and she, said, she said, I went to this thing with my, um, with her husband's sister and uh, I just could see you doing this the whole time. And this is what you need to do. And I said, for, do you know where I live? <laughs> yeah, We're not we're so insane. well known for our, our bars, bars and our you know weekend life. And, yes. uh, and uh, and um, wait, I don't want to say this out loud, but I don't paint. <laughs> and I hate getting up in front of people. Uh, and you uh, want me to do 
what? But especially, I mean, when you're uh, maybe when you're talking IT, you're going to get up in front of people. But yeah, even so, paint. I would hyperventilate before I did it. Yeah. Right. I would not. I was not OK with that. And so um, but she knows me better than anyone. And why not try it? Why not? Gosh, that's, that's so, so courageous. I, I mean, it's just like, ugh. yeah. And mm-hmm. so I uh, um, applied. She helped me fill out the application so it looked appropriately bubbly and uh, um, ended up, you know, getting my first customer, my first uh, venue in town. Mm-hmm. And when I went and talked to the people, at, um, it was about time, which used to be over on Sunset. Yeah. When I went and talked, in, uh, talked to them, the owner wasn't there. The manager was there. And I just dropped off a packet and left and nearly hyperventilated in my car before yeah. I came home. And uh he called me the next day and said, yeah, I want to do this every Wednesday. Now tell, tell them what, what it is called. Oh, yeah. so this, this was, bars. this it's was not paint night. like yeah. painting yeah. the floor or at a bar walls. or but, the wall or the door even yeah. bright red. Yeah. And many what is of it? you, I'm sure remember that too. Yeah. So this was in 2015 and, um, uh, it was the paint night. I was a licensee for paint night mm-hmm. and it was the first time anyone had done it in St. George. So a lot of people didn't know what it was. I had hoped that I would be able to do it once a month just for kind of this fun thing. And, um, it very, very quickly took off yeah. because the people in St. George are amazing. Yeah. And so you could sign up. Yeah. Right? So, so basically you signed up for, you know, like a 25 to $30 yep. ticket. And for two hours, it was instruction on how to recreate a painting. Yeah. And you'd go you, there with your friends. Yeah, and, you'd go there with your friends and you'd yep. order food and yep. drinks, mm-hmm. whatever yep. you needed. Hang out. And um, paint. And paint. Yep. Yeah. And, and we played paint music. beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm. It was like Bob Ross <laughs> with food and wine, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Which is the best way to Did Bob Ross. Did you wear Ross. wigs? Like the Bob um, Ross wig? I didn't personally, but one of the women who worked for me did. Really? Oh, yes. That's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, she totally channeled Bob Ross a couple times. I yeah. love that. And it was a huge... Hit, oh, actually. it was. It yeah. was. We um we carried the first, second, third highest NPS score in the nation That's for amazing. for four of the five years that I ran it. I just, I mean, I just, I'm my, I it blows my mind because uh, I don't, I don't consider when I think of IT. And then the creative aspect, <laughs> I don't put them in the same realm, right? right. So uh, like when I get together with my family and we play Jackbox, oh, that's so and much fun. if there's anything that includes a drawing of any kind and you know, you're all secret when you yeah. are playing on there, nobody knows whose is whose. Yes. If there is a blank space in where there's supposed to be a drawing. You don't even or, try. Or if there is something that no one can figure out what the drawing is, everybody knows, oh, that's mom. <laughs> right? So, Well, thinking, I won't say I'm not much better. Really, I but, cannot. And yet you stepped into that. That's what totally blows my mind. If somebody said, listen, you could make a million dollars. All you have to do is go and do paint up bars and you get to get stand up there and show other people how <laughs> to create these paintings. That's all you have to do. I think I would pass on the million dollars. I really think I would because I, I don't know that I can do that. So, and I Unless wanna... I went on, took your camper out maybe for right. five weeks, then maybe I Figure could. that out. It's the magical <laughs> camper, right? Well, here's the thing too, JJ, that, you know, you talk about, you know, things that, being in front of people and doing things that make you hyperventilate and when you're put on the spot. And I just think that is so 
clearly like this inner um, alternate alter ego, not maybe not ego, but alter personality that you are so fantastic. Yeah, it's still part of you. It's so fantastic. And, you know, when you say, oh, I was so freaked out to talk to these people when I was passing, you know, taking this packet over to them and, and you created this creative business that did so well, not only here, but further up north. Yeah, we, um, so at the end of it, I had 12 amazing women working for me and, um, we, had events probably six days a week. Mm, um, we did a amazing. ton of private parties all yeah. the way from, you know, from St. George, we did some in Mesquite, some in Cedar, mm-hmm. some in Hurricane, you know, just all around the area. And now you're still doing it with. Um, so I, uh, I sold paint night in yeah. 2020. Yeah. Um, unfortunately millions. No, <laughs> no, I didn't really own anything but the supplies because it yeah. was all, uh, the, it was, I was like a license. So I was a contractor right. to yeah. put on their events. Yeah. So, um, I sold the supplies to the person who took it over and yeah. recommended them for the license. And then, um, uh, after that, I, you know, I had gone, I had started working at Dell. So I went back into it and in the next, um, with clear boundaries and yes, yes, I actually um, I I have a great schedule. I work three days a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And so you can pick up your grandbabies. Yes, so I can do the grandbaby yeah, thing on Mondays. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. And uh, so I have these. I have clear boundaries. I set them right up front, and they are really good at respecting that. Yep. And um, I uh, so so then I kind of did none of that for a couple years, and I started thinking, you know what, I need to do something else. Yeah. I you know I don't want to redo what I've done. I don't want to redo paint night. I loved paint night when I did it. I got out when I still loved it and I'm really happy about all that, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to do that again. I want to do something different. And I've always, um, I've always crocheted. I've always been really, uh, fiber art oriented. You know, it's been a really stress release for me. It's been a real grounding activity. Um, I love figuring out patterns and how to make something that you know, I don't want to always follow someone else's pattern. I want right. to make my own oh, and do something creative so, and new. That's so crazy. And yeah. So I decided, you know what? I have all this yarn. Maybe I should start selling stuff on Etsy. So <laughs> I set up an Etsy shop and then ended up starting my own website. And um, I've done a few farmer's markets in town. That's just so... again, just to try it. You know, it's yeah. like, why not? And then I thought, well, if I go to a farmer's market, at least then I'll, I'll have a bunch of people saying, you know, well, I'd like this if it, was in a different color or if it had a longer strap or whatever. And, uh, so I got some feedback from people at the market and, um, a lot of people would come up to me and say, Hey, do you teach classes? (laughs) And I'm like, well, Sure, I could do that. And so now I'm teaching classes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're actually doing, we're doing one a class yep. tomorrow. Yes, we're so excited. Can't wait. And it's just such a fun opportunity to come together. My daughter-in-law's coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there with our great friends and we'll be together. Yes. And I just no love phones, it. just talking yeah. and being together. And honestly, folks, I, you know, take a look at um our post on here. We've got um, we'll JJ's have her information. Etsy shop yeah. And yeah. So my name's Desert Whimsy. Desert yep. It'll be Whimsy. Posted there. And yes, it's posted. We've Sean's already got that posted for us. And take a look at it. It's just amazing. I mean, when you think of the journey that you've been on, just in the since 2015, is that? 
right? So that's when I started painting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, okay. I went on my trip so in before that, 2015. Yeah, yeah. 2015. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, the things you've seen and the things you've experienced and the times and memories you've created. I just, I love it. I love that. What you're really saying is that, um, we are anything we want to be. And that the only thing that really restricts that is our own thinking about who we think we can be. It is totally, and, you've, you've kind of programmed yourself into this, yeah. into this area and yeah. you kind of, it, and it's, it's habit. You, you, it's just easier to stay here than to try something else. Yeah. yeah. Stable is, there's because a lot it, to be said for stable. Exactly. It takes yeah. courage and you have demonstrated that over and over and over again. And I just want to really acknowledge you for that. Yeah. And even coming on here and doing this podcast takes courage. And yeah. here you are because you had something to offer that to someone somewhere is going to give them the courage to step into something new and different. Yeah. I hope so. Yes. So fantastic. Yes. I just so love it. Thank you. Thank I you for being it. here. Yeah. And really the whole idea of don't be afraid to change and don't yeah. be afraid to try. Yeah. Is so like that's a theme song. And to you me. don't I'm have write to give up about everything that, that yeah. you're already good at yeah. in order to explore what the next thing can be. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. so powerful too. I'm so, just going to so come to you and have you figure out what my act three is going to be, JJ. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. I'll just Maybe give you the parameters. part of your future as well. I'll, yeah. I'll give you my boundaries. Exactly. And if you can just tell me what that's supposed to look like, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that would be fun. appreciate that. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for another a great day to talk. Miss Patty, we are sending we love you so much. We miss you, Patty. And, and to a special message to my sweetheart, Scott. I adore you. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for always being my supporter. Love you, sweetheart. And talk to you soon. And check Thank out JJ. You. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get, get out, out there and talk. talk.